It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, we got a lot of belief in that locker room, and we know everybody, there's a lot of teams that would want to be in our position to make in the playoffs or in the playoffs, and we're moving on into, uh, to Tampa Bay. And everything, everybody's got to give everything they got this week. Myself, the coach, starting with the coaches, putting a plan together, and then, and then everybody in that locker room. We need all players, all coaches, all staff, all hands on deck, leaving everything they got in this locker room because everybody's here, uh, O and O, going into this week. You know, nothing else really matters. Nothing else really matters. Not anything of the past. Um, not any record. <clears throat> not any. Past wins or losses, um, it's as hard as zero zero now, and um, the objective is a win. Hey, y'all! Today, of course, it's Matt Rogers on the Honorable Mention Podcast, which is a Philly sports podcast, and you're catching us on a very interesting uh, recap of the Philadelphia Eagles game. Of course, it is OJ Spivey from uh, the Philadelphia Tribune, which is the longest, uh, longest continuously circulated african-american newspaper in the in the country am i correct oj correct correct that is uh that's awesome and uh so the eagles came into this game really needing i would say four things they needed a win it was a fail <laughs> they needed a dallas loss fail they needed a fail. <laughs> mojo fail, fail. <laughs> good paper and then reading papers fail just get a stamp. Fail. And then injure and then and then you want to not get injured, and that's a fail too. Yeah. I would say, I, right? I forget what the commercial is. I guess it's an old man, the mother-in-law comes in the house and says, she just goes in the refrigerator, expired. 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 Oh yes. That's all that's currently running. Yes. <laughs> so that's, that's oh kind of what we're dealing God. with right now. So it's it's Ooh. it's a it's a mess, man. Um, I, I, you're almost running out of words, um, and it's hard for us, especially somebody like me, who has grown up here, and not be a fan about it. And I kept, 
I kept trying to convince myself that, you know, this thing keeps going in the tank. Um, there's no, you know, there's still nobody fire Sirianni. He just went to Super Bowl last year. He has right. 11 wins. Um, you know, any modern day, you look at the modern NFL, I mean, since they've gone to, I mean, no 17 games now, but since they've gone to a 16 game schedule uh, 45 years ago, I mean, you have an 11 5 season. There's no, there's no way you get fired. But, right. You look at this December swoon, and um, you're seeing, you're already seeing some of the other columns come in. <laughs> and, it's like Jerry. I don't know if you watch Seinfeld, but they had the, he had like a girlfriend, and he didn't know which one she 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 looked different each time. It's like, are you the ten and one team, or are you the are you the one and five team? And of course, you're not going to judge somebody completely on on their looks, but it's a joke, you know, commentary right, on life right, and, right. and the simpleness of people. But Until but you, it's like that. It's like, which team are you? Yeah, that, that, are you the that, one and five team? The, the person you date looks good for the uh, first half dozen dates, but then, yeah. you know, you invite them over and then you, you find out about, you know, or they spend a night with you, find a little bit about their personality. Yes. <laughs> and that, and now it's all you can think you about. Get, and I you think get to that, see them yeah, in the it, morning. <laughs> yes. And now these people are, 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 are game planning for the Eagles and they're just picking on guys on defense. It, it's rough. I mean, guys, I I don't know if I, I can point out a guy who was I haven't seen him just straight up targeted by opposing team and just look made to look bad. Every, every all these guys are having some look, serious we, low lights. We, we talked about it. We uh, went back and forth texting on threads, and you know the the the, the swing pass to right was was even yeah, a pass the flip out the. the the outside flip to Saquon Barkley for the touchdown. You saw. Oh my gosh! You saw it coming. So Just with the switch in the lineup. I saw. Yeah, that's going to be a flip. The the Saquon and he going to take it in. You 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 saw it. that's that's how egregious this is. Like you can actually call out the plays. I mean, we're we're all playing Madden now with the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. We are, and, and we're losing, and we're pissed. <laughs> we're, we're all ready to flip the switch and just cut the whole television off, right? Right. Seriously. Right. Seriously. That's how bad it is. Um Do, are they be, like are they better off just like going out there and just having the green dot guy say, "Hey, we're in cover 2." Like I think <laughs> it looks like they they just <laughs> green it's, it's dot dude say, "Hey, <laughs> Listen, ha having a Kobe Dean call the signals, and he's not even he's not even on the active roster now, right now, because injury. Just 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 have him call out. I mean, you, you can't do any better. I mean, you know, I've, it's I've futile. The de Eagles defense looks like beyond useless. Like you know that they're going to score, but they're also just going to the, the 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 opposing team's offense is basically doing whatever they want to them right now. I mean, it's you sad. Two ridiculously bad offenses two weeks in a row arizona one new york giants two i mean they were they were interchanging uh taylor and devito i mean i i do like to taylor i think he's been you know given a bad deal you know some of the places that he's been um but yes, absolutely i mean you're interchanging quarterbacks on a 5 and 11 team um it's <laughs> i mean you're talking about if if Arizona and New York is inept offensively, 
uh, how inept do you look on the defensive side? And I know we're going to talk about the offense in a moment, but I mean, this is beyond injuries at, at this point. No, it's not injuries. This is and, bad and scheme. Still, man, this is just bad basic football. I'm sorry. Matt, they're still dropping back Hassan Reddick in coverage. <laughs> on the first play of the game, after all the talk, first snap of the game, Hassan Reddick is, is out in coverage. Uh, and they I, hit even, the first I even saw something where I, I believe uh, somebody mentioned it on social media that somebody, he, they caught Hassan Reddick looking at the sidelines like, you know, what the F? Again. He's all of us right now. What are what are we? Who are we? What is? Do you even this? want what a new contract doing? if you're Reddick at, at this point? Do you even want a new contract with the, with the, with this franchise? I, I'm already looking at. Uh, I'm already looking at potential free agents. I'm looking at you know, who are you going to replace? Who do you have to get? You got to get me if I'm Hassan Reddick. You got to get me a back seven that's going to cover my tail. Give me three or four seconds to get to the quarterback. Three seconds. Like, I got to beat the guy, one of these huge offensive linemen, or get me, and then bring him to the gown. Yeah. Or, or, or if I'm ready, get me Josh Allen on the other side. Yes. Who's a potential free agent. <laughs> Sweat has been, I, I don't want to, you know, and we talked about this before we put it on wax. We talk all the time, OJ. And you know, we you haven't said be honest about name since maybe before the bye. Uh, it, it's, it's, I, I, it's I have ridiculous no what has happened to him. Uh, and, and this guy's been, he, I mean, he's been one of the most durable guys on the team this year. And, and it's just nothing. He's, he's giving you absolutely nothing. I know eight uh, straight games without a sack. And he's talking know, about pressures. Yeah, I know everybody has been uh, tough on Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter, rightfully so. They hit the wall. I mean, these are like more snaps than they've ever played. Um, you know, then in college, you know, with, with Davis being a second, being a second year guy. Um, but I mean, if you're not getting anything on the other side, I mean, God forbid. I mean, I, I think you could not. It with Brandon Graham's I think you could not ask for more than what you already got out of him this season. Right. Absolutely. And, and Fletcher Cox. Yeah. And I, I believe, and somebody had mentioned this too, that Jalen Carter has never played more than 60 snaps in a, in a game consistently. Wow. Wow. And I believe he's well, well beyond beyond that. So, I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's first, it is your job as a player to get conditioned for the NFL game, but it's also the coaches and the trainers and the, um, you know, the, the strength and conditioning staff to get somebody like that ready. Um, but I mean, this is professionalism. They, yeah. If they don't have honest. a pass rush, we know what the back seven is like. We, 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 we know that it's horrible. And if you're not getting any pass rush, and you're taking the only pass rush that you have out of the equation <laughs> before the balls even. Snapped. Are we playing for the other team? Are we? Yeah, you're, are we... <laughs> you're doing something. We... I mean, it's. What's it called? I mean, point saving? Are we point saving? <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, are we going to have a, some type of investigation and, you know, some type of some type of scandal? I mean, it, it's. It's egregious. I mean, and I and I thought, and, and admittedly so, that I, yeah. I I think I I thought I understood why they made the change with the side because the defense was kind of 
going in a downward direction, but it still was a panic move. And yeah. you, you said know, it even, from the very beginning, the moment, the moment it happened, that's what you said. Yeah. And even, you know, some of the beat writers are saying, oh, yeah, that this, this ain't the size fault. I mean, he kept him in game. He kept Kansas City out of the end zone, second half, give it the drops. He kept Miami out of the end zone in the second half. He did. And these are two division winners, by the way. You know, say what mm. you want about them. They both won their they both won their division. Eagles didn't. True. Uh, and just the whole Matt Patricia thing is, is a disaster. I mean, mm. <laughs> losing to Arizona was one thing, but I mean, you you just try not to think. You can't back. lose to the Giants. You can't. Yeah. Just, you can't lose the, to the Giants. The Giants are just especially scoreboard watching. And the, but, and the Commanders game is close. But, man, the Giants game should have never been an issue. No, should've they should have won in issue. Seattle. They could have lost to the Niners, lost to the Cowboys. If they put away the Cardinals and the Seahawks, it's over. They're they probably could have even, even lost to Arizona, lost to the Giants. You beat Seattle up in Seattle. That's, that's literally where they lost the division. Right. They lost mm. home. They they lost the division there, um, and home field. I mean, I'm not even talking about home field. They literally lost the division there because it's just been a a, a downward spiral, a chain reaction uh, since then, and it almost makes you speechless. It, it really does. Um, I, I try to think of. I've seen bad Eagles teams over the forty plus years I've watched football. Um, I, I've seen some bad Eagles teams. I, I've seen Eagles teams where, you know, they, they don't have a chance of making the playoffs, but maybe they're competitive. Maybe they're, you know, you understand their shortcomings. Um, you see, you know, some light at the end of the tunnel. Um, you know, we saw that for 10 and one team, uh, four years ago, four seasons mm-hmm. ago, um, that Jalen took over. You talking about that? Yeah, one? J- that Jalen took yeah. over, right? So mm-hmm. you know, you you could definitely make as, as bad as it was the 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 uh, down spiral with Doug. You saw, you know, you you kind of saw some things. Okay, was they gonna give? Were they gonna give Doug another chance, or were they gonna move on? Ended up moving on. Um, I go back to, you know, Chip Kelly's last year, where that was just a disaster. But that was just more of a internal administrative and in control thing um mm-hmm. i even go back to pre andy reed well you go back to 2012 uh andy reed's last year <laughs> you just knew that, that was, was the a end bad of the year road. too and that was a bad year to, and we just needed to we just knew that was but they weren't the 11 win seasons and see that's the that this run has been so bad though it's been so bad that that it now the conversation there's there, there is some warmth on the seat that I think most sports fans are comfortable with it nobody really I don't think most rational sports fans are really there yet but you go down to Tampa Bay and get beat 27 to 0 we might be talking about that yeah I I I think so um and again I was trying I was reluctant to try to say that Nick's job is on the line uh, because you do have to see how they perform next week. You do have to see how they come out next week. 
with I mean, and I know most Eagles fans have zero expectations. We in the media have zero expectations, but I think the most rational thing to do is to see how they come out the tunnel um, in Central Florida. Next James week. Stadium. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, but I do think at minimum, and this is an organization. They have to be in the game. They have to be in this game. They can lose, lose by three, lose by six. Yeah, yeah. They can't I, get I, blown out. I, I I agree. But even going beyond that, win or lose, um, whether you keep Nick Sirianni or I. Okay, let's let's just let's just move ahead. They're either compet they're competitive. They lose a close one whatever and they decide to keep nick um and this this comes from the top down matt they have to decide they have to decide what they're all what they want to be as an offensive team because i think that has been a question mark all season of course we know philosophically they want to be a passing team they want to pass the ball they want to do the explosive plays but i do not have enough faith in Nick Sirianni that I never took him as a good X and O guy. Guru. Yeah, yeah. guru. Like a McVeigh or Shanahan. And, and then he's not definitely and certainly not an innovator. I, I never looked at him like that from the day he walked in the door. I never looked at mm-hmm. him and I mean he's far he's like light years behind your McVeigh's, uh, your right. Shanahan's, of course. Um, you know, Shanahan's McDaniel's as a even McDaniel's as an O coordinator. Not I would as a say coach. that. Yeah, I, I would. Yes, I would say that too. Even though he beat McDaniel, well, mm-hmm. the side beat McDaniel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, but you yes. know, you get you put these guys in a uh, a Madden contest, right? You know they're they're going to run circles around yeah. Sirianni. Yes, um, yes. Because I, I, it, it just seems clear to me that he does not have no answers. He does not have a plan B. And this was a lot. This was Andy Reid a lot earlier in his early in his career. Even Andy Reid has has evolved. Absolutely. Like tenfold. He's become he's, a, the reason yes. why he's won two Super Bowls. I mean, yeah, it helps. Because he'll pound it with Pacheco now. But yes. Yeah. But Patrick Mahomes is is also his prototype quarterback. He's the he is Patrick Mahomes is the next step from what he's had with Michael Vick, um, who was older at that time, of course, and what he yes. of course he had McNabb. with McNabb. You know what yes. I mean? Um, and much better than McNabb, but McNabb was very good. Yeah, very very good. Won nine playoff games. Um, yes, but respect Andy on his Reed, name for sure. Andy Reid can still. You know, innovate with the with the with the young guys. <laughs> so, um, yeah. you know, not so much this year, but you know, Andy could. Here, here's here's what it what it goes back, and you know, I don't want to bore your listeners and everything, but I want to go way back. This is just me being a historian, NFL films. Mm-hmm. You go back to Hank Stram, NFL films, sixty five toss power trap. Um, his players always said that. Um, he could be at a elegant dinner and there was a story how the restaurant owner 
would give him paper napkins because he would be in the restaurant on a cloth napkin drawing the plays. I don't think that's Sirianni. No. Well, maybe we'll see. I I, I mean, he has. Are they holding back? back? Has this team just been holding back all season, saying, "Oh, we're we're just so hungry to be back, nah, and they can't we nah. can't turn it on until the playoff gets there." Nah, you you don't have this downtrod. I mean, I you can give me that if you. I I could give you that even up to the Seattle game, but how they came out against Arizona last week, mm-hmm. flat. I mean, Giants is just and flat this week too. Yeah, Giants is just a formality at this point. Arizona was when the shit hit the fan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I was there and I saw it. That's when the shit hit the fan. Um, Even previously when they won against the Giants, seeing Jalen Hurts at Devontae Smith's locker, still seeing Sirianni in the locker room, which we never see. In In the two years that I've covered this team, I've never seen Nick Sirianni still in the locker room when they open up the floodgates to let the media in. I never saw that until after the uh, the Giants win. Mm. Um, but getting back to my original point, Matt, Jeffrey Lurie, Howie Roseman, whether they have to, you know, they got away with this for a very long time. Um, but they had to decide what they want this team to be to build around your $250 million quarterback. Because if they don't, they're also doing him a disservice. Right. They and have they're to decide locked in. They, wanna... they have, he, he didn't, he has not Carson Wentz this. He has not that conversation. He, you still have to fundamentally root this team in Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Which I, and, and any of that Wentz talk and that, you know, Wentz watch and all that other BS and everything. I think it's crazy. It's condescending. Even A.J. Brown comparing him to Terrell Owens and, you know, all of that. It's just, right. just talking crazy. That's that's BS to me. Um, 100%. But Jeffrey Lurie, Howie Roseman, they have to decide what's, what kind of team. Realize what they have in Jalen Hurts, first of all. And then secondly, be willing to bring somebody in here that's going to maximize the gym that you have in Jalen Hurts. He's a special player. He didn't play that special this year, um, even though he still had career highs in touchdowns, yards, attempts, completions, also turnovers. You have to factor that into. Um, but, you know, this this guy's special. When he's on his game, he's very, very special. And they have to maximize, try to try their best to maximize that with whoever they bring in, whether it's Nick Siri. You as Nick or go beyond because it's apparent that you're going to have a new offensive staff and you want to have a new defensive staff. Okay. How far are they going to go in there? Are they going to have sense enough? Or are they going to be humble enough to where maybe they need to, I think they need to step back, bring some new offensive minds in here. That's going to maximize Jalen hurts, maximize, uh, AJ Brown, you gave AJ him a boatload of money. AJ Brown, uh, Devontae Smith, and also you're gonna have to pay Swift him if, next year if you DeAndre resign. Him. A Pro Bowl running back, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't know how he's going to get paid because you know running backs have been um, yeah. getting the short end. They've been 
literally fucked around these last couple of yes. years. Yes. Um, but um he hasn't put on paper or on tape though enough to be one of those age Adrian Peterson kind of uh yeah kind of, and, and and short of the yeah. illness this week he he would have played all he would have played all 17 games so it wasn't a physical issue for him and he he's had more carries than he's ever had before and he's excelled with it he just hasn't gotten the ball as much as people would have liked but again they had to figure out they have to figure out uh, uh, an innovative offense that can evolve, that can adjust when teams adjust to them. Absolutely. And that hasn't happened this year. And I think they're paying for it. Um, defense is a whole nother story. Um, you know, that, that, <laughs> that might take a couple of shows back. Absolutely. So what is, what is t- speaking about the defense? What is, what is st- them stumbling upon something this week? What does that even look like? Like, what are we talking about? Or what are we holding? What are the what is the team, the Philadelphia Eagles? What are they able to hold Tampa Bay to if they play a good game down in Tampa Bay? I mean, it starts with the pass rush. I mean, with you know, to if there is some type of silver lining, I, I don't know what Tampa Bay's game plan was today against Carolina. What they win the game nine to three. Um, yes. I don't or know what the game plan three, was. I thought it was did they score the three? I think I think Carolina did get a field goal, but besides the point, um, Carolina didn't score. Um, no, but I, I don't know what their off what Tampa's offensive game plan was because they did not, um, you know, they didn't score a touchdown either. Uh, maybe they were trying to be a little vanilla until next week, uh, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Baker Mayfield has played okay at times. He's looked yeah. pretty good. Um, but you go back to the last game. Um, don't be vanilla with the last game because, you know, Ty Bowles is still a good enough defensive coach as a head coach where he can put some wrinkles in. And the last thing you want to see is another we can't, he can't read game. <laughs> uh, well, that's on the <laughs> offensive side, but um, – they just have to get to Baker Mayfield. They have to force Baker right. Mayfield to make mistakes. They have to force him to throw the football um, more often than not. But then again, that's a you know you really can't you really can't hang your hat on that. But basically, they have to get pressure on Baker Mayfield and try to force him to make mistakes because if he sits back there and throw, he's going to carve him up too. They have to beat. They have to beat Tampa Bay because then it's a thing. Then people will make it a thing anytime Jalen has to play. It wouldn't have mattered that they beat him twenty-five to eleven earlier this year to be like right. Jalen ever has to go to Tampa Bay. He right. can't right. win there. And and, and part of win. part of the issue is and and you know someone is was was talking about the talking about it uh, this past week against the Giants. I mean, we know what the defense is now. The pressure's been on the offense all year. We know that. But being cognizant of that as well, what are the offensive coaches doing to keep the defense off the field? Nada. It's 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 painfully obvious that you have to try to go to more of a ball, ball control. Offense, but Come they're not on. It, it seems <laughs> like they're not built for it or or they're not they don't have the um, but they are built for it. 
they don't this but is they what, don't this is what but, we do but man, they don't have the mental fortitude to convince themselves that that's what they need to do that's the issue they're capable the equipped but they're not equipped up here well, then, then folks are then then folks are getting fired then, because I would say that the people up, t- <laughs> the people up top are saying, "Hey, we running our business like this. I I will hire you, and I hire these draft picks." I think from up top, Howie and Jeffrey Lurie are saying we want to, you know, that's how they want their team to look. You have to be able to hammer it. I mean, what do we think? get Cam uh, Cam uh, Jurgens for and Landon Dickerson and these guys and and spend all that time doing the the uh the roster move machinations to keep Jordan Mailato on the team and and convince Jason Kelsey to come back for an, oh, another one and convince Lane Johnson to keep on coming back. I mean it's that's how you let these guys lean on folks. And ne- neither guys are spring chickens anymore by the way. But it's just, it's just phenomenal that they keep making pro bowl at the pro bowl. But um yeah. They, but again what is the what is the front office thinking? I mean, again, this has this is this is beyond Nick at this point, because again, I've always asked a question, um, and there is precedence for this. Also, is Nick Sirianni just facilitating what collectively Jeffrey Lurie and Harry Roseman wants their offense to be? Yes. Now, if well, he's not executing uh, correctly, the, yes, yes. If if they have a plan in place that he's not executing correctly, then that's solely on Nick. And that's why I say this is a this is a chain of command thing. I, I think it's always been, and everybody's on Brian Johnson, rightfully so. I get it, but is Brian Johnson just trying to um, call the same old plays that Nick Sirianni has in the playbook? Because again, he went on record. And saying this it's his offense. Yes. What Brian is calling is my offense. So get on mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Well, the this year's Eagles are the first team since the nineteen eighty six Jets to start ten and one and not win the division. That, that's incredible. the most embarrassing thing for me. Yeah. I mean, how how does that even happen? I mean, I've seen teams in the past win their division at ten to six. Mm-hmm. You have you a know, good division. You have to just, have a good division. Just, just getting that is to, one thing. Getting to you 10. have another person, yes, who's willing to challenge for that. So, so credit to the Dallas Cowboys, I yeah. guess, yeah. On, on today's show. Dallas Cowboys did go and win twelve games this year, and which I do was say more the than the Philadelphia fans, Eagles as did. I say every year, don't blow it. Got well, the division we, again. We'll, we'll see. Got two we'll whole see. games. Don't don't blow it. <laughs> we will see. Every time we'll I tell right Cowboys, back. every time I tell Cowboys fan, don't blow it. They kind of think a little bit. <laughs> they Absolutely. might cuss me out, but they but I make them think a little bit. Don't blow it this time. <laughs> well, the Eagles, the Eagles ain't no better right now. That's the that's the unfortunate truth. We looking real yeah. cowboyish. Yeah, it's even going into this week. Um, what the Eagles did just by losing to Arizona, you gave San Francisco home field. They probably weren't going to get it anyway, but you just 
gave the Cowboys rolled out the red carpet to play all games on the silver platter, which I know we'll talk about because I I, I think um, at least two games on Wild Card Weekend is is uh, intriguing. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll we'll be right back after a quick commercial break. Only four percent of universities in the U.S. are R one research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It's about finding that deep in our souls and um, figuring out. Ways to win. You know, I think I've talked about a standard for a long time, and the standard is to never be compromised because that is some internal that drives you to be the best you can be and do what you're capable of. You know, but who cares how you win at this in the playoffs? Just win or go home. All right. Uh, so we're back to talk about the uh, the upcoming playoff slate, which of course will include the Philadelphia Eagles. We don't know when. Uh, but let's get to the other action, which is uh, more intriguing and, and less uh, less worrisome. You could just watch the game. Uh, Rams go to Detroit. Matt Stafford goes back to Detroit. In your mind, who are you giving the early edge? Of course, you know. Of course, those storylines are going to be you know pumping all week on that. But who straight up? Who do you think would win that? In your mind. Well, Matt, we go back to what was that? The NFL's promo commercial early in the season. Uh, you can't make this up. What's what's in the script? And they brought everybody mm-hmm. in to figure out the NFL script. I mean, this is tailor made for the NFL. Uh, a homecoming for Jared Goff. I'm sorry, um, homecoming for Matthew Stafford. Jared mm-hmm. Goff goes against his former team that they showed him the door. Guys who are literally. Two guys who were traded for each other. I mean, you don't even get better than that. Oh I mean, God. that even rarely happens in the NFL. Um, but mine tells me, my, my head tells me to just go ahead with Detroit because it looks like they have a number of different ways they can beat you. Um, they have weapons offensively. Of course, they have uh, Amaran St. Brown. They have Laporta. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have he got uh, hurt today, though. Khalif yeah, Raymond got yeah, hurt today, too. Yeah, we'll see that. And then, you know, of course, they have their um, they have their running back, uh, Montgomery, Amir Gibbs, and Montgomery. Yeah, yeah so they they have a, a lot offensively. And I, and I think for the Rams, it just depends. Well, a lot depends on 
how much pressure they can get on Jared Goff. Because if you can get in his face, um, you can cause some havoc. Um, and even on the other side, I know a guy. Yeah, I know a guy who might be uh, interested in getting up future in Hall of Famer. Yes, yes. So can they just put the gold jacket on him like this weekend? Oh yeah. Can they just? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I put Aaron Donald up there with uh, Warren Sapp. I put him up there mm-hmm. with John Randall. Even going way back in the day, uh, Joe Green, um, Alan Page. I, I even go as far as saying Aaron Donald was probably. It's probably the, from what I've seen, I saw Joe Green at the end of his career, mm. but even still he was dominant. But I think Aaron Donald was like right up there with, with me with Joe, Joe Green, Green. As, as some of the two of the best defensive tackles I've ever seen. Um, wow. And we've seen a lot. We've seen a lot. Um, I know I'm probably missing a couple guys here and there, but I'm just saying if you, if you transcend different eras, yes. he was about Gotta stay as, sad. Yeah. He's about as good as it gets. John Randall. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but with LA, I don't want to count out because, you know, we just talked about McVay. We just talked about, you know, these young, innovative coaches and everything. I wouldn't count out McVay. um, And they get back a healthy uh, Matthew Stafford. I'm not. I'm taking the Rams in that one. I think straight up they're going to go in there and just put the. I know it's going to be exciting. Detroit getting back in the playoffs. It's all fun. They've, they've been playing well. They got screwed in the playoff yep. in, the, in the game against the Cowboys. You, you got you got Cup. Because um, I know Cup was – you got Cup. You got a – how do you say it? Uh, it's Kuna. Uh, Puka Nakua. 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 Nakua, yes. Yeah. So um, he came out of nowhere this year, and yes. uh, he might even be all pro. Kyra um, Williams. Yeah, and what a, what a surprise with, uh, with Williams. So, yeah. So, I mean, both these offenses have different ways to beat you, but um, I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a great uh, chess match um, with both both sides of the ball, and then you have two good offensive minds. You got Ben Johnson, even though I thought they outsmarted themselves against Dallas a couple weeks ago. Um, ben Johnson's probably going to be a head coach somewhere. I know he's going to get a ton of interviews, at least – um, and then you got against McVay um, on the other side, but Ben Johnson might be uh, interviewing in a place we're familiar with, you know, uh, yeah, drive it, by, uh, by it, <laughs> exactly. But I, but I, I believe that you know he's going to be offered at least a couple of head coaching jobs to where he won't yeah. even have to, and I think Detroit can block him if they want to. So um, from getting another uh, coordinator job, but um, yeah, I. I would love to see the early line on this, but I'll, I'll give Detroit the edge, but I would not be surprised okay. if uh, L.A. goes up there and upset them. Because I'm still not totally sold on Detroit overall. Me either. Me either. Uh, I, I have similar now. I definitely trust the, def- the Detroit Lions defense a lot more than I trust the Philadelphia Eagles defense, and that's just not th- this evening talking. That is that is what I've watched over the, the entirety of the season. Yeah, who's yes. uh, going to be all pro. Guys who will make a play. Yeah. Guys on that team making plays. I mean, forget the names on the jerseys. Are they bringing the quarterback to the ground? Are they taking the ball away? I mean, Sidney even, Brown's pick six was was great, but even okay. watching like <laughs> even watching the Ravens who had like tried to sit most of their starters and everything like that, 
you know, watching them, I, I was envious of, of the Ravens defense. So, but, mm-hmm. you know. You referenced earlier Green Bay at, at Dallas. What are your early thoughts on this one? Yeah, I would like to think Dallas is going to win this win that game, mm-hmm. but um, I'm very impressed with Green Bay. I'm, um, Absolutely, it looked like they're playing a little bit of defense now. I know they had played Chicago, um, but um, to get in, but um, I've, I'm a big Jordan Love fan. I really love um, his progression throughout the season. Even Absolutely, though, uh, some of the naysayers <laughs> we have that new word now, right? But um, we have. You know, you had some naysayers who weren't all in on Jordan Love, but I think Green Bay is in good hands for perhaps maybe the next decade. Jordan Love, he's only going to get better. Um, right now, the way he's playing, you can't really naysay because he's slinging it. You can't yeah, watch absolutely. the game or look at his stat line and say the guy's not playing excellent football right now. Yeah, now he's not going to beat the Cowboys in my mind either. No, but. No. I don't, He's playing. I don't good think football. so. Yeah, you go. You go talk with this game with uh, the Cowboys because I mean it seems like they haven't lost at home since before the pandemic. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I think Dallas is a safe bet here, just just because. Absolutely, Houston at Cleveland is going to be an interesting game. You got C.J. Stroud, the young guy, coming in against the the old head Joe Flacco. The way that they're billing it, they'll. Certainly bill it up that way. It's an interesting storyline. There are a number of other storylines, like maybe potentially the best football player in the world, Miles Garrett. Just in the conversation, I would say he's in that realm of conversation. But mm-hmm. you know, Joe Flacco will get more of the headlines in the, in the, in the ink this week. I'll certainly say. What do you think yeah, about Miles, Miles Garrett? Is a brute man, and just overall, this game, I, I think this is the game uh, I'm probably looking most forward to in a wild card weekend. Um, of course, you have the great uh, story of the Houston Texans, which I think is the story of the season uh, with your, with your first-year quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Um, got D'Amico Ryans, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. I mean, that seems like a, a match made in heaven so far. Nobody thought the Texans would come this far. And you, kn- you knew, worst come to worst, that uh, a D'Amico Ryans coach team is going to play good defense. Um, and they've even overcome with some injuries, especially uh, on the offensive side as well. Um, and then you have Cleveland with the great story of Joe Flacco, <laughs> who he got off the street, what, I guess two months ago. Um, you know, I guess, you know, he back in South Jersey with his kids, right? So <laughs> it's amazing. It's a great story. Uh, yeah. And he's playing good football too. He's yeah. playing good football right now. I mean, he looked, he's looked like he's. 10 years younger playing, I mean, and I, you know, rolling you, you out really, yeah, you, <laughs> you really see the guy make a mistake, really even saw him make a mistake since he's been in. And I think and that's no Nick Tubb. I think with uh, Stefanski that you're looking at another young uh, offensive mind, by the way, um, local guy, um, his dad was the uh, general manager for the Sixers at one point. Dad mm-hmm. played playing basketball um, back in the day. Um, and I think Stefanski went to St. Joe's prep, like uh, DeAndre Swift and uh, Zacchaeus. But anyway, um, I think it's going to be a good matchup. Like like we said, you got Miles Garrett on the other side. They got some uh, they got some groups on defense, man. So I think this is going to be a a tough uh, drawn out game. Um, 
and it's going to be in Houston, so that's going to be interesting. I, I know um, that crowd is going to be excited to see Houston, Texas football for the first time in about five years. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to lean over to Cleveland because even though they don't have as much – they haven't been in the playoffs like year after year, but I think they're more of a veteran team. I think they more they have more uh, weapons. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Houston uh, took it to the brink. But I give Cleveland an edge. They want a close one. Absolutely. OJ, what do you got you're working on this week that we can look forward to, you know, other than, you know, the, the Eagle season most likely ending in a few, a few days? <laughs> well, I want to try to diagnose and uh, piece together what the hell we will expect <laughs> next weekend. And, you know, and as we're uh, – as we're doing this podcast, we don't know yet what day they're going to play. I, my guess is they're going to play sometime Sunday afternoon because of being in Tampa Bay um, and in the market. Um, but we're just going to try to piece it together and just see what they can come up with. And, you know, hopefully I'm not writing a, I will say, post-mortem. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> post-mortem or an obituary. But, uh, yes. you know, I might have to consult a couple of priests for our last race, yes. <laughs> the way this thing is going, and P- and it'll be and and people are going to be even more upset because it will be said that on week eighteen, when Tampa Bay needed to win the game, they they had trouble putting away the worst team in football this season. Right, right. That's going to be the that's going to be the narrative all week. Period. I mean, and that's going to be the silver lining, the lighting in the tunnel, all the all the cliches. So. um and first of all, we got to see what these injuries are going to look like. Uh, how's Jalen's uh, AJ middle finger, mm-hmm. finger going to look? Um, no pun intended. Uh, AJ Brown looked like it was a good sign because he's on two feet, um, mm-hmm. not on crutches. Um, Sidney Brown was on crutches. Um, so that's not good. So you got Sid- one less. Sidney Brown looks done. Yeah, one less depth right there. Um, you know, how does. How is Slay going to come back? How is Devontae Smith going to come back? I think it's more of a, that's going to be more of an interesting uh, dynamic this week because depending on who plays, I think that also depends how the Eagles are going to approach this game. Or I want to say that they're going to pull up the red flag, but, you know, how many of these guys are they going to get ready to play and get ready to play in an effective way? So um, we presume – that they held out Slay um, as precaution. They held as out a precaution, Fletcher, as a precaution. As yeah. precaution. Fletcher yes. Cox, um, you know, he yes. got a, he got He's his bye. The rest. Um, so they called it rest, yeah. Right, right. So um, that's going to be the biggest thing and just how we're going to puzzle together. And the puzzle's all over the place, by the way, right now. But how we're going to mm-hmm. puzzle together, what these injuries are going to look like, and how they're going to come out. And again, how... Uh, how they look in Tampa, whatever day, day that is, that's going to tell us a whole lot about the future of this team. Not even the game itself, but the future. Then we are in interesting territory, OJ. I'm sure I'll, I'll reach out to you to have you back to, to discuss it. Uh, we'll see if we'll be doing some last rites uh, at some point here and, and talking about other teams and you know, possibly the cow people, Eagles fans will be having to watch the Cowboys go further than them, and it's going to be a, 
interesting year. But uh, thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> all y'all have made time to listen. If you liked what you heard, subscribe and share the episode on social media. Uh, give some support to OJ. It's the universal handle over there. He's OJ Philly. Uh, you can also follow me as a Facebook page where you put your, all of your content as well, right, OJ? Right. You can go right to uh, OJ Spivey, the journalist uh, on Facebook. Uh, put all my stuff there. And again, I'm on threads as well. Um, so you can check all that out. And also also leave comments on your podcast subscriber and, and on YouTube. Give, tell us more things you want to hear about, different ways that we can be better so we can give you the information you're looking for. See ya. Thanks. Like the beautiful part about it is, you know, you got an opportunity um, in front of us to take advantage of that. Regardless if you fell down five times before, it's about how you get up for the sixth one. And so we, we got to respond as a team and everybody understands that everybody understands that and, and we can't waver from that we can't waver from it from what's in front of us um it's about to work hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus